Welcome to the Legacy Podcast. The Legacy Podcast exists to cultivate healthy families and healthy churches by highlighting the fact that the local church is supposed to function like a family. Therefore, on this podcast, we're going to emphasize generational discipleship, and we're going to seek ways to creatively and consistently leave a legacy of biblical faithfulness for generations to come. Welcome back to the Legacy Podcast. Here we are, season two. Uh, I am your co-host, Austin Reagan, and I'm joined by my other co-host, Wyatt Rucker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for, for joining us again for another episode. Um, the last few, we've spent some time talking about social media uh, and, and our views on that and, and some uh, points of wisdom that we tried to offer uh, in terms of how to go about viewing and using social media. Uh, today we're going to kind of keep with the theme of media and culture overall, but kind of shift our focus into uh, a conversation uh, or a topic that uh, Wyatt brought up to me, and I thought it was a really pertinent topic to discuss because it is uh, pretty much all over the place uh, in terms of much of our media outlets, uh, especially like streaming services and such, but I'm going to let Wyatt go ahead and uh, introduce uh, what we're going to talk about on this episode. So today we're going to talk about um, the portraying of serial killers and media that talk, discuss, portray, uh, voice, vocalize different instances of real life events and tragedy, but um, paint it with a picture of not fantasy, but they definitely have to add a little uh, dash of fiction. So we're, we're just going to discuss um, some heavy topics, some heavy uh, shows, uh, movies, and give our opinions on that, but also try and uh, be as gracious to the creators of these media as we can, presuming, assuming that they uh, did not make them to be sympathizers, if that makes sense. So yeah. Uh, that, that that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy. Uh, so to start off um, this episode, Austin, what does it benefit us to watch, read, listen to these different forms of entertainment that tell a story, and I mean story very loosely, um, of real life tragedy? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think that there can be benefit in that. Um, mm. I think. You know, when you read or hear about real life tragedies, or you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit even on our last um, in our last conversation, just about how you know viewing the news and, and seeing tragedies that are taking place, um, you know, are, are good in the sense that you know we ought to sympathize with those people. It gives us opportunities to pray for those people. Uh, but here in this context where it's more like an after the fact kind of retelling of what took place, mm-hmm. um, I guess there's still that, um, sense of being able to sympathize there, but at the same time, I don't know if that is the intention of a lot of the shows that are created today. Certainly there are a ton of them, right? You, you look at, you know, I, I like to watch documentaries, uh, and there are a lot of like 
you know, crime documentaries or just documentaries about tragedies that took place. And, mm-hmm. you know, you watch a documentary about what took place on 9-11 and, you know, your, your heart just sinks into your stomach and it's like, oh, I, I just feel for, for all those people and, the, and the, the horrible tragedy that took place there. Um, but again, there's a difference between that and, and some of, you know, what we might get into a little bit more today. Um, but to answer your question, I think there is benefit, um, for a potential ability to sympathize, Mm -hmm. uh, with the tragedy. Um, so yeah, if I, if I was to, to note a positive, I I think that would be one. Is, is that what you're looking for? Are you looking for a positive? No, I don't even know if I would, I'm looking for a positive. I would just say what is a benefit of doing that and I I, I like Mm. what you said where you have this very human reaction where your heart sinks Mm. listening to and watching stuff like that Mm -hmm. and of real life tragedy like documentaries and things and then um, we I I look I'm thinking now of shows like The Chosen or Passion of the Christ Mm. or any Jesus film Mm -hmm. like it shows the brutality of what our Savior went through right and if, as Christians, we really believe that story, um, that that is more than just a, a writing of 2,000 years ago mm-hmm. of a document of a, of a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it adds a level of humanity to, to that, and we see that. Mm. And I don't know if what the point of that would be, because in our culture now, we are so desensitized to that. Mm. You think of Mel Gibson when he made The Passion of the Christ, right? It was so shocking. Mm-hmm. It was You could see the fat and the wounds mm-hmm. when Jesus was cut, right? It's this very accurate film depiction mm-hmm. of Christ and the crucifixion and the events leading up to the crucifixion. Huh. But now that same movie could be played with the same exact special effects or, or practical effects that make that movie shocking. And yeah. I doubt it would be as shocking as it was. Right. So we'd have to push that envelope even further. Mm. And then I would have to argue where, where's the line mm. that we would push that argument for? What is, what are we doing this for? Mm-hmm. Who are we doing this for? Is it for Christians that need a visual representation of their savior? Mm. But even if that's the case, we, we see, that, let's take the chosen one. We, we see that Jesus, that man who plays Jesus. We see him as Jesus when we read the scriptures. Yeah. Whenever we read that and and take that story and try to apply that, we see these real characters in our mind, and he's the one playing that. Mm. You know. So who is this for? Who? Who? What is the benefit of this? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if there is a a positive to it. I would just say that there's an overall a I think my life has not been changed by the passion of the Christ, but I am very glad I watched that movie. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I would say that we're going to come at this whole situation, I think, both of us with a lot of grace and a lot of understanding for different people and situations and also kind of recognize where we've fallen short as culture mm-hmm. and I think that's just important being able to like recognize our flaws you know mm-hmm. 
uh, where we have done wrong, we have been wrong in situations, mm-hmm. and being able to, to boost up people in film or media that have done well to portray something. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and walk that line, and yeah, so we hope you guys enjoy this episode, and uh, let's really get into it. So to take that, the reason I wanted to do this episode was for the fact of shows on Netflix was the main one that I was talking about, I was thinking about when this came up, but Mm -hmm. Hulu and uh, Amazon Prime and all them, I'm sure do the same thing, they dramatize serial killers and their lives, Mm -hmm. so most of the time we see that shows are uh, depicting depraved acts of human uh, qualities and traits, so, but with the idea of like telling a story with the banner of like true crime or like uh, true events, like this happened, mm-hmm. right? So I think as people, that's really gripping. Like all oh, this is a true story, so let's let's really watch it because this has happened, and mm-hmm. uh, that's almost a selling point, right? Like mm-hmm. when you think of like horror movies or like movies of a- any kind with a little bit more of a, a gritty nature, and they have the words based on true events, like mm-hmm. that, like makes this a little bit more serious of a film. Yeah. You know, so Austin. So, what is your opinion on media like Dahmer or the Ted Bundy movies or the Sons of Sam or the Night Stalker mm-hmm. or Mind Hunter, like these shows on Netflix? And more broadly, so what? Um, <clears throat> what is your opinion on the media that depict the story of the killer mm-hmm. or of the event uh, and, and the acts and, and things leading up to that? So, what would you say? Yeah. I think it's a, a loaded question, uh, and I think uh, there's kind of layers to the answer. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give. I think that first of all, I haven't seen all of these you know movies or documentaries or, or whatever they might be, um, but I have seen some of them, and I think that my overall opinion of if we're talking specifically about media that depicts the story of the killer. And their acts, um, I I don't see the value of that. Uh, I don't see the uh, how that is benefiting people. But at the same time, like you noted, like people are drawn to that, yeah. right? and people are, um, you know, like you said, when they slap the the um, based on true events uh, text on the screen or whatever. You sit uh, up immedi- a little bit. Yeah, immediately your, yeah. your heart rate probably <laughs> spikes <laughs> Yeah, like bit. this, it just got real. Right, okay? yeah. Um, and, and I think, like, you know, why do we have to relive tragedies? Why do we want to relive tragedies? I mean, the families of those who were involved in tragedies that are depicted in some of these things would probably never want to watch anything like this, but those of us who are you know, removed from the impact of those tragedies. Like, we have no problem sitting there and and being like, yeah, this is for my entertainment. Mm -hmm. And this was uh, what rocked people's world, you know? Um, So I think, you know, that there's one layer to it. At the same time, I... So I really like shows like Criminal Minds or something like that. But I think there's a difference there in the sense that you know, a show like Criminal Minds or, you know, you know, shows where criminals are being caught. It's not, you know, depicting the story of 
the criminals or the killers, so to speak, yeah. but it's showing, um, you know, how those killers were captured or how uh, the, the mystery was solved or how the the tragedy, you know, not necessarily right. got resolved, but you know what the response to it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that there's more value to be said in, in something like that, even though you know Criminal Minds is not based on true events; it's you know fictional. Right. Uh, but you know, I enjoy. Because I feel like I can more easily get behind the heroes of that story, right? Like the people who are uh, fighting crime, so to speak. Um, whereas you, you turn to something that is the, the main uh, character, the main story is the story of this is what this killer did. Yeah. Uh, I think there's... I, I have no desire to... Because they they depict it in such a way that's like they they want you to follow this character around, and they want you. And as you follow them, like this is how I feel like all TV shows work or all movies work, right? You it sounds weird, but you develop a relationship, yeah. so to speak. No, like you, I, absolutely, you build that kind of you know trust with a main character, or you, you sympathize you, for you them. Sim- you sympathize with them. You get to know them. Yeah, things like that. Um, right, and, and you know, I don't think, and maybe I'm, you know, getting way off track here, but I, I just don't have uh, any positives to say for something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really think there are any positives mm. for that. You know, I, <clears throat> I think for me myself and I, uh, I was always really drawn to like true crime stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I really like Scooby Doo. Growing <laughs> yeah. up, you know, and if we want to like continue the train of like microwave theory and like what started everything, <laughs> we could look at <laughs> Scooby Doo and yeah. Scooby Doo tracking down, you know, like having that desire of like this is some like like the ultimate like this happened, mm-hmm. this is an event that happened. Now we have to solve what was going on, and right. in that there's going to be, you know, uh, a, re- a climax, a rising action, uh, you know, then the resolution and stuff like that. Not in that order, obviously. But, mm-hmm. like, there's there's that progression of. There's an issue, you know, an issue presented. There's mm-hmm. a way to solve that issue, and then there's the happily ever after, mm-hmm. as much as happily ever after you can get. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think there's just a difference, like you said, like of tracking them down. So I would say shows like Mindhunter, right, with the with the guys that uh, interview serial killers, and, like try and figure out why they do that, mm-hmm. right? That's I don't know if that is beneficial to anyone because mm-hmm. the serial killer gets to have his moments of fame mm-hmm. you know he gets to be like okay now i get to i'm a netflix star now don't yeah <laughs> and that's the thing where like we're the, the thing in media now is like oh we don't want to show the the face of like a school shooter mm-hmm. like we don't want to do that we don't want to say their name either but yet in four years they'll get a netflix docuseries about <laughs> what led up to that yeah Where's the line? What mm-hmm. it, you, you cannot be intellectually honest with yourself and say that that line is somewhere there if you're really just going to do that later. Mm-hmm. You know, like we just have to wait. Right. We, it's not a, it's a delayed gratification that mm-hmm. these people get to receive. Well, it's like, you know, when we say when something bad happens and somebody makes a joke about it, it's like, oh, that's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same, you know, philosophy that they seem to operate off of. Like, as long as we're so X amount of years removed from yeah. what took place, then it's fine to glorify it and yeah. to, to highlight all of that. But uh, let's take a break there, and then we'll jump right back into this. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to leave a like, review it, and share it with your friends. Welcome back to the Legacy Podcast. Um, and now, to continue our conversation, um, well, I, I just want to make a comment to continue off of what you were talking about, Austin. When you said um, that you don't want to see from the per, from the perspective of the serial killer, right? And you would rather see from the person who's catching them. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that totally. I think there's a line there, and there's a line of like, oh, I'm doing this well. Mm-hmm. And there, this is a set, I mean... There's not going to be a 100%. No no one's going to 100% like these films or media mm-hmm. just due to this subject matter is so heavy, you know. And I think a lot of people don't really care, but I think there are some that do it well. Mm-hmm. And um, so like The Night Stalker on Netflix, I really think that that show does a really good job because it, it it's from the perspective of the two detectives that catch the Night Stalker. They talk about how hard it was on their family, how hard it was on the victim's family, mm. how... It was countless nights of, of them staying up and just hoping that he would mess up, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that show does a great job of mm-hmm. a real-life event, mm-hmm. um, but showing the commitments of the serial killer and how yeah. the, the detectives are the ones who really were the ones who who, who shined in that. Mm-hmm. I think that one was a really good one. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Sons of Sam, made by the same people, I think were did the same thing. I really thought that was a good one as well. Mm. <clears throat> but the, the yeah. crux of my argument um, is based off of the first episode of the show Dahmer. Uh, I gave that a watch on Netflix, and I wish I didn't. <laughs> I do not recommend. <laughs> I watched the first episode, and about halfway through, I paused it. I called uh, a buddy of mine, complained... And I finished the episode. And then I remember finishing the episode, and I, w- I stood up from my desk, and I went, who is this for? Right. Like, is it, I, d- I could not get behind, mm-hmm. like, any idea. Like, I, I have no idea who this is for. Mm-hmm. If it's for the people that enjoy true crime, they enjoy true crime because the person gets caught. Right. You know, like, there's a, a level of mystery and blah, blah, blah. But, like, the first episode of that just shows just brutality for nothing. You know, it's yeah. for nothing. Mm-hmm. It does not benefit the victims or the victim's family. It does not benefit anyone to mm-hmm. listen to that or watch that. Yeah. And I, I just remember just being disgusted. Like someone, they made this. Someone made this mm-hmm. and was like, this is a good thing to make. Mm-hmm. Like they almost make it comical in the sense that Jeffrey Dahmer opens up the fridge and there's a head there mm-hmm. to grab a beer and then go and. Try and rape this man. Mm-hmm. You know, like th- there's that sense of like, what was that for? Right. Is that is that was a real that, thing was that, that happened? Necessary or? to include that in the yeah, like film? <laughs> like are you you're you're putting Easter eggs, or like little hints to other media, or or, or like, I, it's so hard for me to to argue a good good. I, I can't. I just, that just frustrates. It frustrates me. Yeah. That really frustrates me because that was for no one. Mm-hmm. That was just for the people. I feel like that fetishized these serial killers, mm-hmm. right? Why do you have attractive men, arguably attractive men, like playing these characters? Why do you have Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy? Mm-hmm. Who is there? Is a, I mean, come on. That's for someone, mm-hmm. and that is not for the true crime fans. That's for impressionable youth. I would say. Yeah. You know, and why do you have Evan Peters 
playing uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Like these are not like these. I was just frustrated. <laughs> just the stories are just they're not non-biased, right? Yeah. They're not. You, you have to pick a side in that instance. Right. Uh, do you side with the killer or do you side with the victim? Mm-hmm. And there's a right answer there. And if you don't side with the victim, mm-hmm. you automatically are wrong and you side with the killer. Yeah. And I think that show specifically is a terrible, terrible depiction of what society and culture does wrong and where it's pushed us so far mm-hmm. into making a film about a serial killer that did not need to be made, mm-hmm. that... The world would have been perfectly fine and would continue to spin mm-hmm. without that being made. Yeah. And I struggle with finding any redeeming qualities in that. Mm. Any. Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 the show itself, the creators were like, we are going to have this, this show where it's from the victim's perspective. But you mean to tell me that the half of the entire series... Half of the entire series based just on Jeffrey Dahmer and Jeffrey Dahmer's life. Mm-hmm. Then the rest of the half is shoehorned in a bunch of victims. Mm-hmm. There's no way mm-hmm. that they meant that yeah. legitimately and sincerely. And that is an issue for me, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you think? What are, what are your opinions? Yeah. Um, we'll let you cool off a little bit and I'll talk for a minute or two. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I watched. It might have been like the first two episodes of the Dahmer series, and I was like, "This is, I don't enjoy watching this. This is not what I find entertaining." Which is usually what I go to Netflix for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like I, I didn't finish the series, so I don't know how it ended. I don't know what the the resolution to the whole storyline was, um, or or how they depicted it in their own version of that storyline. Um, but yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like the humanity would have been fine having never watched anything like that. You know, uh, I don't think that it benefits, um, anybody really. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, sad that people are, not necessarily sad that people are drawn to it because there's some sense in which I, I get because they you know, mask it like you said in this um, true crime type of thing like and people are drawn to that so yeah they're gonna watch this but then um, they just kind of flip the perspective so that it's no longer about primarily no longer about justice being done but rather it's seemingly about kind of like you said earlier making us sympathize with somebody who brutally murdered people yeah um and you know like you you look at the Dahmer series and again i didn't finish all of it but you know pretty early on in the series it goes back to his childhood and it's trying to help you understand why he was the way that he was or, or something like that and i don't know when you do that it's almost like trying to make excuses for why he yeah. was such a, you know, psychopathic maniac killer, you know, like it. And so I just don't get why we're trying to do that, why we're spending our money to try and make excuses for people who are serial killers. Like it, it doesn't make sense to me. And again, I didn't finish the series. I don't know what the resolution was like. I, I would not recommend watching the series. Uh, but yeah, it's just, 
I agree with you. Like, I, it's frustrating, and it's, um, I don't know, just discouraging. Yeah. I guess uh, the the fact that you know, this is where our media is at yeah. nowadays. You know, whereas you know, I think I don't think that you know, probably not too long ago, I don't think that a show like that would have flown. I don't. Think I, I don't. Either. I don't think that any kind of media production company would have been like, yeah, let's run that. I think because crime is not supposed to be glorified. Crime and, and brutality and, and murder is not intended to be highlighted or elevated to a level of this is entertaining to us. Mm. Like what? <laughs> Why? How? Yeah. How are we making entertainment out of that? Yeah. Right, and it's not a documentary series. It's not something that is informative. It's purely for entertainment. But like you're saying, the the perspective of the entertainment is from the killer's perspective. So now we're finding entertaining things that are putting into our own minds. What, a, like, it's, it's entertaining for me to watch how a killer killed people. What? Yeah. <laughs> Like that just sounds dumb coming out of my mouth, but yeah. yet that's that's where we are. Yeah, that's the reality. And I get that. Well, I get what you're saying <clears throat> with like being drawn to right. Mm -hmm. There's a sense where like the taboo uh, of culture and of like the human psyche is like like you can't do that in real life, but we could watch that mm -hmm. and delve into that and be like, oh, that's so cool, mm -hmm. you know? Like you could even draw like teenagers in the '80s listening to rock and roll. Right, that was like the taboo, and like they, 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 you have the satanic panic of the '80s and the '90s, where it's like you're because of rock music. This is you, you hail Satan. Like there's that link right. that they thought was there, yeah. right? But like that idea of like this is different and taboo. But I can't do this in real life, so I'm going to go uh, to a place where I can just be right and just take in indulge in it yeah, yeah it, it's it, and like you said the senseless brutality of things and then you you would have to ask the question of where is that line of brutality in media like where is the senseless brutality like what makes like a show uh, like Mike Tyson's show where it shows him rising to power and like you know being a boxing champion where, do, where is a show like that go into uh, the difference between a show that shows uh, like a Viking show you know like what's the difference there like this is senseless brutality that we need to see mm. one is real one is uh, fiction but I mean it could have happened a mm -hmm. long time ago yeah. you know so what is the difference why do we need why do we have such a drive to see brutality take place mm. you know and this is coming from a fan of like horror movies I love horror movies mm -hmm. Like, it's something that I just find really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of good story is in horror movies. Mm -hmm. But I get that there is senseless brutality. Like, there's a sense of taboo there. Like, where yeah. you see these killings and everything where it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. But at a sense, it's like it's like a train wreck, right? Like, you can't look away. Right. And shows like the serial killer shows, like Dahmer, like the Ted Bundy movies, I think they do such a poor job of showing and handling it with grace like we I, I think they do such a bad job of showing the life of 
a serial killer and staying non-biased, one, but also taking their crimes and kind of redeeming them, mm-hmm. which is a big issue, I believe. Mm-hmm. Why, are you, why, like, why is the desire there to, to be redeemed whenever that is an unredeemable act? Mm-hmm. Not that Christ can't redeem that act. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He can fully. But the act itself, you know, yeah. like we, 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 we could look to the Bible. We could look to Genesis 4 where Cain kills Abel, right? God says the blood cries out from the ground of your brother, mm. right? The, the, we have this sense of what murder is, mm. how real it is. Mm. Like the blood that is soaked into the ground from Abel is crying out to God the injustice that has been done to him, mm-hmm. right? So there, there's no difference between Cain killing Abel and these serial killers killing someone this is murder Mm -hmm. murder is murder you are taking the life of an image bearer Mm -hmm. of god right regardless if it's a believer or not that is still an image bearer Mm -hmm. so the drama behind like oh you know blah 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 it's jeffrey Dahmer guilty innocent blah 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 you know was there a reason that he did it doesn't matter the reason Mm -hmm. the reason is sin the reason is depravity that this is the state of where we are in a life without christ yeah you know and and the blood of the victims are crying out to god for justice and i mean praise god that there is going to be justice Mm -hmm. but also praise god that he is Mm long-suffering that he is not instantaneous in his justice yeah because I don't believe that most of the culture now would be, you know, saved from that justice, right? There's a sense where God is delaying. He's not, you know, lazy or he's not slow or, well, he is slow to anger, but he's not like, you know, taking his sweet, sweet time where we think that it's just so bad, mm-hmm. right? It's this long suffering. He is patient. Mm-hmm. He is willing to hold the door open for us to come. Yeah. And we actively deny that yeah you know and i think shows like Dahmer, like the serial killer shows they take that for granted you know they take that and just run with it Mm. you know and i think that's a big issue and this is something that i think youth are really drawn to Mm -hmm. really really drawn to yeah and i i worry about that Mm -hmm. you know because like we we like to blame we like to blame Blame, blame, blame. Just everything on something. Yeah. We look for that scapegoat, right? And we think that we have to draw connections to something, right? And, and we draw connections to rock and roll music, to, to Satan worship, to video games, to violence in real life. To, you know, so what is the difference between seeing Jeffrey Dahmer have a head in his fridge and actively try and kill someone? You mean to tell me a video game? Halo? You, you, you tell me Halo is going to, to try and push someone to murder someone? There's literally an example, a step-by-step guide to mm-hmm. how to kill someone Yeah. in that. Yeah, but it's interesting, like, you know, I I don't think we hear the argument for, like, video games and the connection to murder as much now because the fact that it's just such a normal thing now. Like, it's it's everywhere like everything is causing everybody to do something, you know? So like people aren't saying, you know, if you play Call of Duty, you're going to grow up to be a murderer or, or something like that. Whereas, you know, you know, 5 years ago, 10 years ago they were saying stuff like that. Um yeah. But now it's just such a normal thing. It's just everywhere and, it, and it's um you know, uh, uh people 
you can't go anywhere without being influenced by something. Um, and a lot of the influence these days are, in my opinion, negative influences. So everybody's being negative influence, negatively influenced, it seems like. So it's just, you know, interesting to, to see that. But um, yeah, let's, let's take a break right there. Uh, on the I feel like this is going to be another long conversation. Um, so we might have to split this one into two parts again, but we'll come back uh, here in, in just a minute and, and kind of wrap up this one, but then we'll make a part two and, and run with that. Welcome back after the break. Um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. I know Austin and I kind of painted this picture of we think you should sell your home, go into the country, and start a farm, and not have any absolutely, yeah, not have any cell phones. That or sounds TVs. like the life to me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we we think we don't mean to do that. Really, yeah. we we think there's a way that you can navigate this, and we think it's all due to scripture. Mm-hmm. We think there's a way that you can navigate what you watch and entertain, but we think that there's a way to have wisdom in that, mm-hmm. where you let scripture guide your steps mm-hmm. you know so uh, come back next week where we'll go ahead and finish this episode up and then next week we'll talk about our response as faithful believers and how we should interact with the culture and media and uh, films that depict tough stuff you know so yeah. it was good talking with you guys good good talking with Austin yep. as always and we'll see you guys next week listening to the legacy podcast i'm your co-host wyatt rucker that was austin reagan don't forget to leave a like review and share with your friends and family we'll see you next time on the legacy podcast